0: Hey guys, how was your weekend? Hopefully great. This is I'm out Stereo. My name is Shan. So Greg and I did a long show on Thursday night. I edited it and made it two shows. So part 1 was on Friday and part 2 is dropping now. And we're talking about jobs, the application process, what these jobs are looking for, how they're fishing and what they're actually doing in order to get you to an interview. And if it's really worth it and how you can set yourself up to not stress yourself. And that's what we're talking about. So this is part two. I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to follow the podcast and subscribe. And please leave a review. Hit play! Job, you need to, you know, have soft skills. I think at every job you need to be able to communicate properly with people that you want to keep there. Because just because you pay me doesn't mean you get to disrespect me. I think at all jobs you need to have a level of emotional intelligence. Just because a customer was rude to you doesn't mean you get to throw the printer across the room at them. I think um, when it comes to problem solving and critical thinking, I don't think we need a whole tech support team to tell different people, "Hey, bitch! Yeah, I see that you're having problems. Did you try to start to restart your computer? No, I didn't think of that. I feel like if you're saying that you have problem-solving skills and critical skills, it should be something you should be able to do on your own." Hello. Able to take thirty minutes away from the company to get in contact with tech so they can walk you through clearing your cat your cache. Hmm. Like there's certain like common sense shit, and these jobs won't say oh it's common sense because they think that's rude. But sometimes you're gonna have to learn to hurt your they employee's know. feelings for them to step correct. When it Facts. comes to conflict management skills, most of the people who are in a position to have something to say about how employees should manage conflict have the worst attitudes at workplace.
1: Absolutely, but
0: they know that. I'm the only one in this position at this job. They're not gonna fire me because they need me. The worst mm. type of employee is the employee that knows the job needs them more than they need it. Facts. And you let them get away with certain shit. Like going to the post office in New York is a fucking gamble. I lived there for six years. You know what post office is where the person works there because they love the job and they love the community. And you know mm-hmm. what post office, the person doesn't give a fuck about the people in the community, is on the phone the whole time, ignoring yep. people, being rude with people, no type of urgency. You know you got people coming in here on their lunch break to, to get their mail or mail some shit, no type of urgency, telling them, oh no ma'am, you need to take this. Okay bitch, can you pass me the tape right there so I can move this line across and I don't have to get back in this line? No ma'am, you need to step on the line and you need to tape that. Like mm-hmm. stop acting like I don't have a job too. Stop yeah. acting like I don't have somebody t- um looking at my performance also. It's a lack of consideration that everybody is dealing with and different people are blowing up on different people. For other Mm -hmm. people's shit, because I am not a fan of holding my tongue for people who need it. But I also know when people need to hear what needs to be said. Mm -hmm. I also know that there's a correct time and place to check somebody. And I'm also at an age where I don't want no company to feel like Chantal is about to give you a two week notice. Mm. For what? Y'all hiring 100 people for each apartment and and training them every two months. Why -hmm. would I give you a two-week notice? Let's be honest. Most of us, if we left the job today, they would go on and work just fine tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. You know why I'm off tomorrow? Because I'm taking both of my girls to the dentist. Do I have to be off the full day? No. But you know why i'm off the full day because it gives me a sense of peace that i don't have to deal with y'all bullshit. because y'all irritate me if mm-hmm. y'all would just let me do my job and not give me none of the fuckery that i have to deal with on a daily basis at this job monday through motherfucking friday which i am happy about i do not have to work the weekends and i know i need to be grateful about that because a lot of people do not have their weekends to themselves but mm-hmm. i'd be damned if i'm paying for a house a truck taking care of two kids, keeping food in my refrigerator, making sure my body is clean and everything, paying all of these goddamn utilities and have to work on the motherfucking weekend at 36. Mm. I'm not
2: doing it.
1: Yep. And I think it's a thing of, and I know we got the voicemails, like jobs don't expect you to have standards. That's why the biggest lesson was when Shan told me, she was like, you have to start negotiating at the beginning. The shit you don't negotiate day one you can't ask for later on down the line they have to know the person that they hiring the moment they hire them that's why now i go into the shit even from applying there's certain shit i'm not doing i talked about the not dealing with the the long ass applications they you know <laughs> that i just can't i can't do it like i i know it sounds crazy if somebody told me they was like well greg you may be missing out on your dream job my dream job ain't gonna make me spend 15 minutes regurgitating the shit that's on my resume that they're not going to it's just it's never gonna work out that way so for me if you don't value my time i don't value your job i really don't so again with this two three job economy you i say you me i start with me i see it as what i do on the side will suffice that my other job my main job that uh the one that has the benefits and shit right that job if they piss me off and i decide to leave i'm good knowing that i could still make do for now with the shit that i have that was one thing i always i regret for the last four months is not doing the social shit on the side and just like figuring out what i want to do i was like you know what i'll make it my full-time job i'll you know do the social media manager job and i said like, you know what Once I talked to, like, my mentor from there, from, like, the social media stuff, he's like, great, no, freelance that. Because you're going to go to one of these companies, and they're going to ask the world of you. You gonna have seven to have seven to eight different fucking jobs. But guess what? They're going to pay you for nothing. Like, you're not going to get your value out of that. Once you start being able to tell people what your price is, then you get the world. Everybody will give you everything because they know for a fact that. You're not negotiating through a recruiter. You're not negotiating through your boss or having a performance review be hedged on if you and your boss got along the last three months. That used to eat my ass up. I got one bad review in 15 years, and it still hangs on, but you know, to me for dear life ever since. And the lady again, who gave me the bad review, I just got this job. This was at um, the law firm, the one I just left. The first year. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, conduct needs improvement. And she told me, I don't socialize enough with the, the people within the firm. And I, I don't make Man. my presence known. And right. I, I, I said, <laughs> oh, go ahead, because go ahead, I, I know you're probably about to say whatever I was about to say. Go ahead.
0: I, whenever I see an email come through and talk about the company's numbers and how they, oh, we during, we're doing great. If those billions are not my billions, fuck you, billions. Yeah. Whenever I get an email from work, what is it? Workday saying your supervisor has done a, a quarterly review on you. Mm-hmm. I delete. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Hello? Just make sure my paychecks are in my account on Friday. Fact. I'm not in school no more. I went, I went to middle school. I went to high school and I did four fucking years of college. Fuck you and your reviews. Pay me on Friday. I don't yep. care about that that political workplace bullshit. I don't talk to nobody at work because I don't Facts. give a fuck about nobody in this bitch. I'm in this bitch to do the work so I could pay my bills. I do that not right give there. a fuck about this industry right here because I am a penny and a big motherfucking ocean,
1: yeah,
0: of Yo, people my- with the money.
1: I had at the last firm, I had one like close friend to the point where it was like, all right, when I left, she was mad. And then she left a couple months after and her, you know, I think her and our relationship was because it was like she was there for seven years. Right. And I left after year five. And the entire time we both agreed, it's like, yo we're, we're putting in value to this company that don't fucking value us. So we, we finally got it. Like I got it. Luckily, the job first because. Of the, the salary increase. When they told me, oh, yeah, you know, you get a 3% increase in your salary. And I was like, yo, I, can I not negotiate this or something? I was like, I've been here five years. Like, it's not like I was only here for a year or two. Like, I've done five years. Y'all can at least give me more. Now, somebody. Companies, a,
0: companies is kind of like um,
1: the
2: wage,
0: mm, the yep. minimum wage. That percentage were all America's. Minimum percentage that they can give a raise Fast. to all of their employees because so many people got that bullshit as three percent. And if you break it down, and it's very easy, if the cost of living is up, let's say eight mm-hmm. percent, and you turn around and you tell me you're giving me a three percent raise, yep, then you gave me nothing.
2: Yep.
1: I used to say that shit to them all the time, like the recent years when I talked to my boss, I was like, yo, like, you know, got a kid now with daycare and, you know, obviously life changes and stuff happens. Like, say you get a job and you don't have a kid and then you get in a relationship and then all of a sudden you do have a kid that whatever your expenses are, half of that's going to daycare that year, if not half a third. We'll just say that. Right. You got daycare, diapers, kid, like somebody else's responsibility that are yours now. Right going to your boss and telling them that you had a life change, that shit don't fucking matter to them. They're like, hey, we we hired you. Um, that's cool. You know, your performance review is coming up. As long as you do good, we'll, we'll figure something out. Let me you know what tell they're gonna you something. We, we, if was they're gonna give you... Oh,
0: we was in a meeting and my supervisor said, yeah, so the company wants us to come into the office five days um, on the weeks they pick at random. Um just do you work in the office for five days for what you mm-hmm. you're not you don't even live in the state
2: Listen. you know i saying
0: and i said that in the meeting i said for why you know the company has the expectation that if you know you you have family or you have kids that you'll be able to hire um help to watch your kids while you're in the office so what you're telling me is If my kids get out of school at 215, the amount of money salary-wise that this company is paying me in this position, I should be able to have and hire someone on random weeks. Mm -hmm. Y'all want us in the office for five days, nothing consistent from 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., five days out of the month and pay them hourly on the on the salary you give me y'all don't pay me enough and i told them i said the moment this company wants us to be in this office on a daily outside of these random five days i will no longer be employed at this company just like i left this company before and when i tell you everybody in that fucking (laughs) everybody in that fucking meeting was quiet Mm-hmm. because i know they felt like i felt but they yep. were too scared to say well i'm I'm not sure how i'll be able to do this because i have x y and z going on i don't give a fuck about smiling and cheesing and dressing up for any exec walking in this motherfucking building because i yep. know you i don't give a fuck but i'm also going to let y'all know that i don't give a fuck
1: at all, like the fucks don't be given by me. But you know, what we gonna get back to that. Let's get to these voicemails.
0: Y'all shut the fuck up, damn nigga. I know.
1: Oh, see, yeah, you got the fucking go. You got the fucking go. As a matter of fact, we're gonna go ahead and block and report this idiot right here. The fact is you know what? Let, let's have a little mini roasting session, right? So th- this idiot here, right? He was on shows before, which I'm assuming just other trolls. They've only been on shows for two minutes and four minutes, which means he joins in on other people's conversations and they end with him, right? I ain't even gonna give him his name, but he has pink eyes and a pink hat. And the bio says, Any bad bitch is welcome. Well, you know what? Tonight we're having a block party and you are invited. You are invited to the block party, so you are no longer invited to the cookout or anything else and we report you because
0: moving on (laughs) who's next
1: go ahead so oh that he had two voicemails so let's just move on uh who else is next on the voicemail list oh so
2: you used to live in new york shan i'm taking a vacation uh in new york um i like to hear uh some of your insight as to uh places uh where i should lodge and uh places i should visit and just some general information I should know uh, that would be great appreciate
0: it Um, what I will say is do not get a hotel in Manhattan unless you want to pay three to four hundred dollars a night get mm-hmm. you a hotel near um, LaGuardia Airport which is gonna be in Queens which is not far from the train um, or you could take a uber to a train and go back to your hotel room and you won't pay a lot. You don't have to worry about crazy traffic getting to the hotel because it would be closer rides from the hotel to the airport. Um, JFK is big as shit and slightly confusing. Um, Most of the time, don't even waste your money on taxis. You could walk there. I know the blocks look insane, but you can walk there. do not ask random people to hold your camera um mm. most of the people there who look like they're homeless they are not homeless they are fucking rich as shit um when you get on the trains you might see some things you might smell some things uh do not sit on the seat unless you know it's clean and be ready for the noise and mm. and, and eat different foods enjoy the different foods That's
1: what I was saying. Okay. Let's see what else you got.
2: When you get to that point where you're ready to get your business moving, get you a college-educated, not graduated, just college-educated Caucasian woman to promote your business.
1: I, I'm a piggyback on that one because I was told that about the social media shit and the guy who mentors me, shout out to Marco. He says to me, he was like, with social media and just any business, he was like, you can be the face of it, but get somebody else to manage that shit. He was like, get you a white person or get you just a woman in general. And I was like, okay, I didn't understand. I thought he was being real sexist about the shit. But <laughs> then I started looking at these influencers on, like, TikTok, and I'm looking at even now that, you know, stereo's trying to be a a TikTok, in a sense, right? The people that are doing the numbers are these, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, it's, like, the white women who honestly, like, they don't even have a following. They just, they seem approachable, which is crazy as fuck to think about, but it's the truth. Like, when you look at every platform, when you look at every, like, job, like, just a 40 hour week job, most of the HR roles are white women because they they come off as passive but they're the sneakiest fucking creatures on planet earth hmm. and they can be they can be snakes if they want to I, I can guarantee you that so the fact that he said that i was like yeah mm-hmm. you, you definitely have to have somebody in your forefront a lot of these multi-million dollar organizations and companies and shit like that like you see meta you like are oh, you think zuckerberg right if you look three runs underneath him the person who runs like operations and shit white woman than an asian woman beside her so again he's right
2: once you get your business up and running you're gonna need legal representation get a middle-aged caucasian woman to (laughs) represent you because chances are they're not gonna argue with someone that looks like their mother Mm. you seen the movie the banker yep that's just what it is
1: what was that football movie where sandra bullock was like the person like i forgot what it was called was it the blind side of some shit like yeah. that and i was like oh like they like the guy was approachable all of a sudden because of sandra bullock like everybody would thought he was menacing and shit and the next thing you know oh like, like not nah, sandra bullock she's a soft-spoken white woman like we, we believe what she say even though he was saying exact same shit but uh, again it is just the way of the world uh, let, let's move on though so we talked about figuring out that your current job isn't, you know, going to pay enough. We also talked about how one job isn't enough. Shane and I we've had multiple episodes about side hustles. We're not going to I'm not going to go down a list of like the side hustles that you need. But the next bullet point that I want to touch on is sometimes it's not the job. It's the motherfuckers that work there. Mm-hmm. Um and that's a key point in having a two to three job like economy or knowing that you have to have a second hustle is a lot of your sanity is going to be hedged on if you can keep your mind occupied off of the motherfuckers at work. Um, And I say that because there were people that I used to work with that were more consumed on the shit that other people had going on in their personal lives, that they would go to, you know, they would go to work, they knew all the tea, they knew all the gossip, and they would be actually concerned about all your stuff. Well, if you have a secondary hustle and you have other things to occupy your mind, you don't worry about your fucking coworkers. You don't even entertain them conversations. And Shashan used to say this shit. Uh, this is like when we first started Loud Mouth Stereo. When you'd be like, hey, you know what? I could be going to this work function, but I got a podcast tonight. So I would do that instead. It's like, As long as you have something to occupy your mind or something that is not work. And you don't have to deal with those motherfuckers. It, to me, it just feels better to know. You know what? I ain't got to worry about the office politics. I ain't got to worry about who's fucking who, who's doing who. Because guess what? You got other things to worry about. So that is a big point for me. How do you feel, Shine?
0: I'm just at an age where I don't, care about, I don't care about making friends at a workplace. I care about doing my job and leaving. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want to make friends. I don't. I don't even care that my neighbors know who I am. And mm. I've been here for two years, two yep. and a half years. Like that is not my aim. I don't need to know you. You don't need to know me. I just want to do my job and I want to go home. I don't. Facts. I just. I'm tapped out on socializing.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I'm. Tapped- I'm- i think i'm the same way um i think we agree with that um other things just like little brief things for me and i'll let shane get her shit off um when it comes to two three job economy money is one thing but for me it's those perks and those benefits right there are a lot of people that i know that are like oh i have two health insurances because i work you know they have a part-time job that gives medical benefits and they got a full-time job right all right you got that um but one thing that the reason why i wanted to bring this whole episode up was like 401k now, Shannon and I talked about it on the last episode about how, like, my 401k was kind of, like, frozen and shit during the pandemic. And it made me think about, like, y'all, like, y- y'all froze something that I was investing in. Y'all, f- y'all froze something that, honestly, y'all gave me or you were promising me. These companies, these organizations, these jobs, they'll promise you the fucking world and snatch that shit from you at will. Because, again, you are an at-will employee. I was paying into 401k for, I'd say... The first two years at the job that I was working at pandemic happened and they said oh we're not you know we're freezing the 401ks now when they said they were freezing 401ks what they were attempting to say was we're not matching your 401k but you can still right. pay into it and they're making money off of you until you pull that out right. and a lot of a lot of people don't know it's like once you change jobs like you, you can roll over your 401k without a penalty and all that other stuff but there are a lot of people who are going through like tech layoffs and this regular like job loss and stuff and they're having to dig into that 401k and if that's just not matched by the company which it wouldn't be until you get to a certain year or a certain amount or something like that you getting taxed that but you know who doesn't get taxed the fucking job so whatever like say for example the one job the first firm i worked at I was there for about five years as well, and I had had over, I think I had like sixteen thousand dollars in like four hundred one k, and it, it seems like a lot of money, but when you think about like, or if you're putting in six percent, and you're doing it each check, and you know that firm luckily like matched certain stuff, but what happened was I had done the wrong thing. I rolled over my four hundred one k to my T Rowe Price account, moved that money, and then you know I was like out of work for maybe like a month and i used that to pay my rent i was like all right i'm gonna just you know pay for this now i'll go on a trip because i got a three month off and stuff like that boy when i tell you that tax season came and they be like oh you touched your 401k the amount that they had pretty much taxed me just for taking the shit out I was like oh, I, yeah.
0: okay so i i'll tell you this when i left what? the company that i'm at right mm-hmm. now um They were matching, and um, I left, and I was in the middle of having to move because Mm -hmm. the house got bought by a different company, and they wanted Mm -hmm. me to pay something stupid because they wanted the money back on what they spent. And I was like, I'm not paying that. So I had to move, and I was like, well, I'm out of work, and I need to move. I'm going to just use this money. So Mm -hmm. I had um, split like about... A little bit over 10k in mm-hmm. some account and i also i was bracing myself for what they was going to tax me they only taxed me like a thousand dollars
1: yeah you which i
0: was be. like that's a steal like i don't care yeah. but i will say if i leave this job when i leave this job i want to move my 401k um, money into ira so yep. it's already pre-tax so when i do want to use it later i don't have to worry about it um because the reality is nobody knows how much time they have Mm -hmm. but there's a certain way for you to move money that you're physically not supposed to pull out Mm -hmm. and certain accounts that will benefit you more then it's sitting in an account where somebody's telling you, oh, make sure you don't touch this shit until you're 59.
1: Yep. And I, I know it's going to sound crazy. Somebody be like, oh, well, you know, like 59, it's not that far away. But like, yeah, when you realize that most of us, like, right now that are working, ain't going to retire. And I, I say that with, like, all right. ebonics because, like, retirement, that shit, mm-mm. my mother-in-law, she was like, you know, She's retiring she told the job oh she's retiring and stuff like that and they're gonna give her a nice little send off and shit. i left my job for a better job and you know what they gave me a happy hour <laughs> and i said what the fuck is this like oh oh like what, what if i don't drink oh we we'll, we'll take you to lunch we'll, we'll go to panera bread what the fuck? i can't do nothing with that so again like my my loyalties now now that I know are completely different and the reason why I say this because you know I got a kid now like a house and stuff like like and somebody would say well you know you have responsibilities I've always had responsibilities but they were always to my own like Shan has kids I have a kid once you start seeing like what you could be making by like just the job treating you right or treating you like you you know you have some value like, oh, the, the positive reviews, the people kissing your ass and telling you how good of a job you do. Don't don't tell me how good of a job I'm doing. Pay me. What? That's lot, all I a ask. A lot of
0: times, too, Greg, for me, I don't know what it is. Is it the is it the chocolate mint ice cream that be on my lips? Or is it the butter pecan oh, my Lord. that I be liking? <laughs> I, I be pissed off at the amount of time I give people I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. My time is more important than people at my mm-hmm. age. My time is more important than being at a job and making capped money. Facts. My time is more important than being seen by people who have energy I don't even fucking like. hmm So... Now it's kind of like, if, in terms of what would my dream job look like? My dream job would look like me having different clients that I help complete different marketing projects, maybe digitally or maybe in podcasting, because a lot of people do podcasts, but they don't know how to deliver their podcasts on platforms or to gain people. Mm-hmm. But on a flat rate pay me up front give me a deadline got you this project is done since you got what you need that Mm. would be a dream job for me because i feel like if i was given let's say at least five projects throughout a month even on top of the six podcasts i'm doing right now Mm great You know how I get down with scheduling y'all mm-hmm. shit, list. I would have that in the bag. Yeah. So, I'm going to continue to do things how I do things on my own. I'm refusing to dumb down my, my um, resume. Because... If you look at my resume and you see that I also work for myself and I have my own business, but I also do these other things and that mm-hmm. makes you feel a way and you feel like, oh my gosh, she she knows her worth. She has other shit going on. I don't want to take a gamble and hire her.
1: Fuck it. Well no, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to cut you off. That happens to you now too. Like the reason why I say that That happens is because to me that they don't like seeing there's a question that I never really understood, and I, I'll be really brief. When you do these applications, they ask you if you'll be doing other work outside of the, like the job that you're hired for there. They're like, oh, like, do you have a second job? That's their way of they asking. They don't them.
0: want like, people to have no life outside of going to their job because that makes them feel like, oh, they'll never leave. Even down to like this college shit. And I tell the girls, you ain't got to go to college. College mm does not do what it was meant to do for people anymore, unless you're a doctor, a judge, you wanna work on the mechanics of planes, even that you don't have to go to college. I think it's like a certification that you could do that with and make hella money. Um, Mm. If that's not what you're going to college for, make sure academically somebody else pays for it. You're not writing, you're not signing no loans, no financial aid. To go to no motherfucking college and get debt like I did, right? No. But what college tells these companies is, oh look, they signed contracts and they stuck it through and they graduated. I mm-hmm. think I think we could bank on them getting this job and not leaving. That's it. Yep. That's, That's it.
1: That is it right there. Uh, but again. they don't
0: but, but what they don't know is Chantal was fed up. <laughs> i will leave your ass (laughs)
1: and and that that is how i am now i'm at the point and i I know it's gonna sound crazy at 36 you and i both at the age it's like no like if we ain't happy with a situation or honestly we can see a better like way about it we fucking gone and I, i don't mind saying that shit there's been too many times i went into work being like you know what i fucking hate this place but i can't leave now I just be sitting there like okay i hate this place But it's just a matter of time before I get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, I can feel it.
0: I can feel it coming. I can feel my level of no fucks giving coming. And Mm -hmm. I ain't never had a friendship I was scared to lose off of me having my peace. I ain't never had a relationship I was scared to step out of, which made a lot of men that I was in relationships with very fearful because Mm -hmm. they were like, well, what if one day you leave? that is human nature to have the ability to go if they need to go all you Mm. need to worry about is being a great person and being your complete self because if i leave you guess what you still have space to be great i don't make you I won't break you, but I'd be damned if I sit in a relationship just to be like, hey, look at me. I have a relationship and be unhappy for someone else to be like, yeah, she with me. I'm not doing Mm. it and I'm not doing it to no workplace. And this is not no longer are there people of a generation that's like, you know what, I'm about to get this job my best 30 years and I gonna helpful. have a company story about how I met my wife at this job. I never, ever, 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 ever want to date a man that works at the company I work at. I would never <laughs> marry a man that works at the company that I work at because my mind is partial. I am an entrepreneur but I'm also someone who enjoys stability Mm. to a degree. And so if I was to find a man at my job and marry him, I don't need no man trying to convince me to put my dreams and my aspirations to the back burner so I could collect a check. I need someone who is on the same trajectory like I'm trying to retire in my 40s at maximum, okay? Not 50s, not 60s. I have my own kids. They're almost in middle school. He got his own kids. They almost in middle school, or they could be older. Mm. I don't care, but I need a man's mindset of where I'm trying to go to be trying to travel in their late 40s in their 50s, see some shit, have some experiences, and be able to be wherever our kids need us.
2: Mm.
0: I don't want to have to pick up the phone and tell my kids, oh, I can't come support them for X, Y, and Z, because
1: the job has me working the late shift. That is (laughs) not
0: going to be my life.
1: Like, I'm so glad Saying that, like you and I are friends, because not only do we like align when it comes to like this stuff, somebody would say it's common sense. But the issue is, for me, I haven't had that before. I've had like coworkers I couldn't talk to about it, or I've had friends that didn't understand this shit. And when I say they didn't understand it, is because they were confident that staying at a job, the perk was you would have a consistent check or you had stability. And I understand there is some you know stability in having a job but the instability is being at will and them just honestly just wanting you to leave or, you know, the company being usurped or some shit like that. So when we talk, obviously I'm like, okay, so not only do she get it, the fucking podcast and she get it. So it all, it, it all, it all makes sense. But we also have, I feel like we've been through enough since we've been friends. It's like, all right, like, you know, my story, I know your story. And it's like, we're still like, learning each other but we still you know still growing at the same time but when it comes to like this work shit the one thing we agree on is like why would i be doing more and be getting paid the same why would i like my salary shouldn't stay the same if i'm growing so like wait a minute like you're teaching me new tasks oh that comes with a price don't it because you're charging somebody for my work and my value why the fuck can't i charge you that again, that three to six, that shit don't work for me. Um, and I, I know we'll probably wrap it up in a minute, but my my little talking points were going, you know, to end the show was no know, obviously knowing that it's a two to three job economy and that you need to have a side hustle. It doesn't need to be a full-time job, but it needs to be a job that you like, you know what? I can take a break from this because you know what? I don't need to do 40 hours for two jobs. I can do this for six hours, it makes me a little bit of money to, you know, play around with, have some fun, and I'm good. Um, talking point number three, you need to know how long you need to, or want to stay at a job when you get the job. Don't go into this shit, like Shane said, think you're going to be a lifer, that you're going to be here for 5, 10, 20 years and shit like that. Them days is fucking dead, and I, I wish somebody would tell people that shit. Stop going to these fucking companies thinking you're going to be at that bitch forever. I had a friend working at Google. Guess what? Ain't at Google no more. Um, I don't know if you remember Risha. She listened to the show, but shout out to Risha. She was working at Twitter. She is the reason why Twitter spaces exist. Like This is before Elon. This is when Jack decided he was going to like, disappear and everything like that. Risha spearheaded Twitter spaces. When she opened that shit up, I was like, I got to follow her. I got to be friends with her. And She was telling me, she was like, when everything happened, she moved from Twitter with no bad words, nothing like that. She was like, I'm just leaving. She left and she got the job at eBay, right? Then she told me something that is stuck with me. She was like, I'm just not happy. She was like, I woke up one day and I'm just not happy. Not with my quality of work, but the quality of the treatment that I'm getting at work. Mm-hmm. She said that shit and I said, wait, you could do that? And She was like, Greg, like, you should never not be applying for jobs because Yeah, you're making your salary here, but what if that job won't pay you $20,000 to do the exact same thing? Uh. Needless to say, needless to say, Risha is no longer at eBay. She had a completely different company that I won't say because she's working there and happy, content. And I know her now because I've looked at her job history and stuff like that. And she started just like us. She started as somebody who, like, They want to do what they want to do, but they also want to add value to a company, right? Like before she was just like, you know, she was doing, she had her own LLC, she had her own business, stuff like that. And she was like, you know what? I could be doing this for Twitter. And she got the job at Twitter, just honestly just being who she was. But once her personality and, you know, once her personality wasn't valued and they didn't value her opinion and insights, even though she did the research and she knew what the fuck she knew. The issue is the people that wanted to pick her brain and learn everything that she knew so they can get rid of her. Mm. She knew that she knew that she knew that they wanted all of her insights and information. So what they did was they added a whole bunch of people to Twitter spaces, like the teams and stuff like that. They were trying to get all of her insights to, you know, eventually what they, what Twitter did, got rid of everybody. Right. And for me, I was like, Ever since her and I had that talk and I told her about the, you know, the agency and she was like, Greg, you have to stop thinking that these companies are here for you. They really don't even want to pay you like that. (laughs) She was like, do the the work while applying. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I don't understand how you didn't keep applying for jobs. I was like, I got complacent. I got like content in the fact that I got a new job and everything. She was like, no, she's like, that's, that's the worst thing to do. She was like, even if it's your first day at work, still be applying for another job. Because like you said earlier in the show, that's why I want to circle back to it. About that two-week notice shit. You said it and I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. That yeah. that two-week notice shit, like this is my last new talking point. That two-week notice shit, you will not get two weeks notice when they pull you in a conference room. And be like, hey, right. we're getting rid of <laughs> we're getting rid of a company. We're getting rid of a uh, what is it, a group or a team. Or and that's you. what like, the
0: company did where I left. And mm-hmm. I was really the 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 job the people on the job were very high school clickish. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the manager that I have for the sales team that I have, this man was a fucking alcoholic. Mm. He would say, All right, I'm paying for lunch, everybody's lunch, we're gonna go eat at this restaurant, blah blah blah. Everybody will go eat it. They order drinks and drinks and drinks, like work is over. Yep. They come back to work drunk as shit. I can yep. smell it coming through your pores. He'll leave. He don't show up for the whole month. But at the end of the month, when everybody's supposed to be turning in their numbers, he pops up and he wants to go desk to desk to desk to check on everybody's shit. Sir, mm. get on my face.
1: Facts. I ain't got nothing for you. I, I uh, Again, like, j- just to close my portion, I know Shag got stuff to say and then we'll wrap it up. Two, three job economy. I know the title is heavy. And some people are like, nah, like, I just don't, you know, maybe I'll go into business for myself. That's great. If you can do that, all of us eventually want to be our own CEOs and get, like, you know, just have our own shit. Some, some, not all, some. I would love to be my own boss, but I would also love to get other people's money. Like, (laughs) Shane will tell you, I'm, I'm all about, like, how can we make some fucking money? Shout out to... Stereo. once upon a time shout out to being creators on all these (laughs) platforms and shit but like when it when it comes to me like ultimately it's I will provide you the best quality work that I can give you if you're willing to know my value a lot of companies they hire you with the expectation or the thought that you can do the job when you are doing the job they're appreciative of you doing the job but then after a while it's no longer just appreciation. It's, well, this this is your obligation. Like you're expected to do these things. Once you, you no longer see yourself as anything other than an obligation to them, like you're obligated to do something for me, that's when you should be trying to turn your wheels to figure out what else you need to do. And for me, I think the biggest thing was when Marco was like, you need to have that secondary income because once you have that secondary income, you know for a fact, how to teach people how to treat you. Again, in three weeks, we're gonna talk about that. But once you're able to say, you know what, fuck that job, because I'm making money here. Or I'll do the bare minimum to keep this job, even if I don't want this job, because I know there's something else. Like that, to me, is why I feel like it's a two, three job economy. Because with the tech layoffs and all the other shit, these companies just don't really give a fuck. When I'm seeing Oh, well, this company is let, you know, 20% of their company go, or this company is deciding that, you know what, they're on a hiring freeze. They're on a hiring freeze, but then when you look up their CEOs and they're making $1.8 million every three months, every, you know, every quarter and shit, you're like, how? Like, you're not hurting for money, you're just honestly not wanting to pay people. And that, again, to like land my point is... I just want to be paid to work, regardless if it's one job, two jobs, or three jobs. But what I do know is one job will definitely pull the rug up from under you, and you'll be sitting there stuck like I am. So I would just prefer people to know, have something situational that's going to get you some income. You can go on YouTube. You can find it. Shannon and I had three episodes I had to look back about like side hustles you could be having. Um, Once upon a time, we had one two months ago, and again, they pulled the rug, but you know what? We had secondary income so take that for what you would it
0: was good while last lasted.
1: <laughs> yep facts
0: i was like man i just feel so comfortable it's a comfort yeah
1: like and, you know can we just talk about that really quick without saying a name because i don't know if like i know we ain't on the contract with them but fuck it so like knowing we were making the income and i think uh brianna was in there when we started talking about that shit, but this is like a continuation of it um knowing that you had that money coming in it's not that we got complacent, Shan, we just like we we felt like we were owed it we're adding value we're doing what we were supposed to do, yeah, and to not even be told today is your last day or we're just now we're no longer gonna pay. I was like, wait what the fuck is going on here and Shan mm-hmm. knows i I'm an extremist about this money shit like i I, I do not fucking play so the fact that there was no explanation. And it was like, Oh, it's gonna be hard for you to get your money. It's gonna be hard for you to communicate with these people. You can not even email them. I got a response four weeks later. I was like, Oh, no, I don't play like that. Because when you want me to come to work, when you want me to show up and do what I'm supposed to do, I can't just say, you know what, I just don't want to do it today. But they did. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off to the point where again, shit like this. You, you need to have other incomes. Now, you know, you can definitely start your own business and you be your own boss. I can comfortably say, I don't, I don't want to be my own boss. I would just love to make my own money. If somebody's like, Hey, if you do this for me, we, you know, we'll give you some money. I can do that. The reason why is I don't feel like I'm responsible enough. I know that sounds crazy to say, but I'm not responsible enough to be like, you know what? I just want to run a business. Like I don't want to have a clothing store. I don't want to have a whole bunch of shit where I have to worry about too many logistics that's why i don't mind being a nine-to-five guy or having a secondary job for a company or working as like you know like an advertiser or creator or something like that because i'm not obligated to the 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 tax and business side of that now that's why it's so
0: important for people to see the ugly side of having a business mm
1: -hmm. seeing the,
0: the fact that you get paid last Yep. most times, depending on the business. Seeing the fact that if you have employees, and you don't have multiple employees that can do the same thing as the other one, the work is on you. The fact that you can't be sick. Mm. Ain't no being sick and getting paid and and, and and getting shit done if you at home in the bed and you got work to do. So, like, ugh, it's, It's definitely not for everybody, but at the same time, I don't feel like everybody is supposed to be anybody's employee. Um, And I don't feel like God makes mistakes when things change. Yeah. Like, yeah, I might be applying to jobs, but at the same time, I be applying to jobs feeling like God is like, okay, you need, to, you need to take a full chance on yourself. Mm-hmm. But the mom in me is like, Chantal, these bills don't give a fuck. Fact. <laughs> They're coming! Like and so that's what's really keeping me where I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if I had like three consistent projects with people that Money was not a problem. I just needed it to be done. Oh mm-hmm. my god! When I tell you, send me a big box FedEx, and I will have y'all computers shit back.
1: To you. No Lord problem. Almighty, <laughs> that's a fact. Period. Yeah. So you got anything else, or do you? We can honestly we can just end this um, it's up to I, you.
0: I, I will say this: I think Jobs will love to know that if you're creative. How you can help. Jobs mm-hmm. will love to know if you're tech savvy. Um, how well you adapt to different people in a job. Let that be known because a lot of people might have a preconceived idea of who you are by how you come off in an interview or
2: mm-hmm.
0: who you might have been by the jobs you've had. Um, customer service skills. I feel like that's redundant to keep putting on a resume. Like, who the fuck doesn't have that and work in these fields that they work in? But mm. put it on there. How you deal with colleagues, the older I get, is just shut up.
1: Yeah. Shut what's up that? and say, mm-hmm, that's what's, what's it! That one, what's that joint that they always, they always ask, thinking they're gonna, like, throw you off? Well, explain a t- uh, hard time at work that you had to do. I'm like, what? Like, you wouldn't understand. That's every fucking day. Like, yeah. e- every day is a hard fucking day. Like, an- explain an obstacle. The obstacle is honestly trying to figure out that 3 to 6% raise and why the fuck I'm getting old, though. <laughs> like, the though. Fu- but yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, but that's well, it. Y'all, y'all, damn, you know what? I was the last time I ever did, like, the outro to the show? My outro would be Peace. So saying (laughs) go ahead you can close us out this has been another episode of Limeo
0: Stereo you can find us on your favorite podcast app this show will be up sometime tomorrow because I am off I am in mob mode tomorrow so just look out for it if you didn't catch it I appreciate both of y'all for sticking in here throughout the show and um a couple of other people that came in a lot earlier I feel Mm. like this conversation right now is a lot of conversation in different people's group texts, because people need funds, people need opportunity. Everything price wise is going up. Um, AI is being thrown at every company and companies are like, what this Mm. over people, and I can write off the machines. Let me get 2600 of these and put them in x y and z stores and let's stop acting like this is not taking money out of our homes because it is i think a lot of us are going to have to figure out okay what trade can i learn Mm. is it going to be uh going into electric work is it going to be plumbing is it going to be mechanics is it going to be me really trying to figure out how I can be needed at a job to troubleshoot these AI systems. Like we're gonna have to figure out a way to be needed. And if you're going into this change um, with the mentality of, oh, I'm not using that AI stuff. I I don't do that stuff. You're gonna be the person walking down the street. With the portable CD player and a CD trying to hold it straight while you balance your other shit in life. And the thing is that CD eventually is going to skip. That thing Mm. is you're going to get tired of buying batteries. That thing is your headphones is going to short out because nobody really makes those of quality anymore because they're not in demand. Mm. Times are changing and you have to learn how to adapt with it. It sucks but if you do have a great idea, stop sitting on that shit. If you do have something that you're really great at, try to figure out how you can sell it, package it, and make it clear to people where to find you so y'all can come together like Captain Planet and get it the fuck done. Because not only am I tired of being around different energies and workplaces full of bullshit, My body is saying no. Mm. My back is like, sis, you've been at this since 16. You've been going hard in the paint. It is time to just collect and, and make deposits. It is time to sleep in. It is time to make sure your girls have a routine and know what's going to get done for the day so you can do less, it is not time for me to physically have two to three jobs where I physically have to be doing shit, but it is time to have two to three incomes it's mm. been that time.
1: All facts. That's it. That's it. So and. In- good faith and good spirits we're gonna see y'all next week that's a good that's a bar good faith good spirits i'm put that on the shirt Yeah, way message. go for it
2: they're not gonna hire you because your qualifications are greater than theirs they're afraid that you're gonna replace them so if you manage to get in you're going to have to bow down one way or the other, even if it's just keeping your mouth shut and, and walking out the door when it's time for you to get off with one finger up like you were in church. So the thing is, is that, you know, you have to, when it comes to, you know, hey, I hate this place, I don't want to be here no more, that comes from not so much the people that you're dealing with, your customers, but the people that you work with. Because they're always in your face. Because they're trying to learn you. And they're going to learn you. They're going to learn your essence. And draw all your energy out of you. And then they're going to learn how to. Deal with you with your own energy. Mm.
1: Damn. that's a boy. Sad
0: truth. Sad truth. Yeah. yeah.
1: So ju- just to close out again. Um, next week. And well, for the next two weeks, Shan has a topic. I already know some of the topic. I don't know the docket, so I'm very excited <laughs> to see what she has for the next two episodes. We we've been very heavy in work and like money talk, and you know Shan gonna bring the heat. So again, we'll see you next week. Peace, peace, y'all.